Welcome everyone. This is the Penciled In Podcast, the show where two working artists and creators chat with guests. I'm Ingrid. And I'm Lindsay. We're going to be discussing so many interesting subjects with you guys. Art, sketch cards, collecting, publishing, tools, materials, all sorts. Perhaps we can finally understand why we all do this to ourselves. Hey everyone, today we are going to talk to Floydman Sumner. Welcome to the show, Floyd. I'm Hello, Nicole. Floyd. Thank you. And you said my last name right, so that's rare. When some <laughs> everybody everybody says summer or sunder or sunder or you know. <laughs> so uh, I will call you Floyd, I think, because it's a little. You can bit call me Floyd. That's so. How did you first, well, have you always been interested in art? Did you grow up watching cartoons and things like that and comic books? How did you first oh, get yeah. going? Oh, yeah. I was born, like I, I just filled out all the requests and I said I was born with a pen in my hand. And that's what my mom says, too. Um, and like art, that's just, that's my passion. That's, that's, I can't think of doing anything else, really. Um, you know, and I've, obviously tried to work real jobs and it failed miserably but um yeah even so. when you're working a day job did you still have to like draw in the evenings and you know you, you yeah but, uh, but but see i would i would draw at work too which <laughs> usually didn't help me very much but you know, <laughs> if there was always a chance man i'd be like yeah so i'd be creating something so <laughs> So did you go to art college or anything like that? Or No, um, just self-taught um, from reading comic books. Um, I didn't even read comic books. I just looked at the pictures. And uh, mm. I have tons of comics. I don't even know what the stories are. I just got them for the Any art. Any favorite artwork that inspired you? Favorite artwork that inspired me from when I was young or... Mm. Yeah, well, I find that what what inspired you when you were young. You tend to keep some elements of that style for yourself as you move forward. Yeah. That's what I'm about a lot of people. Well, I um, I guess it was the first thing that really inspired me was wacky packages, because you know I was a kid and I tell this story a lot, but. As a kid, and every week we'd get, you know, our quarter and allowance and, and go to the drugstore and buy candy and stuff. And and then, you know, there was that one fateful day where, you know, on the counter was this brightly colored box that said wacky packages and it said stickers and gum. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, uh, what, six years old. That's me. <laughs> so I didn't know what they were, but I opened them up, looked at them, laughed at them, you know, did suffered through the cardboard gum and and uh you know started collecting them then and uh and i think that had a lot to do with it and who knew that you know but like 30 years later or so you know i'd be drawing for them i'd be doing them i'd be drawing them it's like a dream come true you know so amazing yeah so that I've... that helped and then um comic books i always wanted to be like neil adams you know um for comics you know and so you know, I read Batman and, and Superman and all that. And I wanted to be a comic book artist. And But as time moved on through that, you know, I got other influences, you know. I got, like, the Big Daddy Ed Roth influences and the, um, just all the twisted art and stuff. So, 
that's kind of I, I kind of Mad Magazine influenced me from there, you know. So I kind of went that direction instead. So that was very similar to what happened to me. I wanted to be in in comic books, and then I realized it wasn't really for me. Like, oh yeah, it's totally. Um, I'm really in interested. Um, so for uh, what was your first card set working for somebody else? Was it Wacky Package? That was that was the Wacky Package 50th anniversary set. Yeah. I bet you're yeah. so moon. <laughs> oh yeah, and and it, you know I hate to say it, but that set sucked. But you know, but I did some good sketch cards. <laughs> what year was that that you did the wacky packages? That was uh, 2017. Oh, it's not really that long ago then. Not not that you're, long. You're ago. more or less. Uh, you're more or less. Um, I'm a newbie. More or less a newbie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't even know, you know, there was such a thing as sketch cards. Um, I I did my first sketch cards way back in like, you know, 29 or 2009 or whatever, where I'm like, well, I'm just going to draw this little card, you know, and, and I did a Chuck Woolery card, you know, and I'm like, yeah, Chuck Woolery, because <laughs> you know, it's like everybody can draw Batman and Superman. I'm going to do a Chuck Woolery card. And it's old, but. Uh, <laughs> but how did so, you discover them then? Where did you find your first sketch card? Well, here's here's the thing is I, I did that. And then I'm like, well, I kind of enjoy doing like little, you know, two and a half by three and a half inch cards. And so I so I thought, but how do I get my art out there? How do people notice it? How do I sell it? Um, because by this time, you know, I'd kind of moved on from comics um, cause I was doing, I did my own comics and I did, um, a lot of production in the small press for a lot of my friends and stuff. And so I'm like, I need, you know, I, I just didn't know which way to go, which Avenue I, I can do airbrushing. I can do this. I can do that. I can, you know, where do I go? And, and then I found that, you know, and so I started doing this, um, doing the cards and I thought, well, how do I get known? So I thought, okay. Every Sunday, I, I created a thing called $6 Sketch Card Sunday. And $6 Sketch Card Sunday was on Facebook. And I, every Sunday, I would draw a sketch card and I just put it up, you know, randomly throughout the day for six bucks. And the first person said, I want it, got it, you know. And I did that every week, you know. And so people started to pay, you know. So then they were waiting for it, you know, when's he going to put it up, you know? And, and uh, and I did some, you know, it was mostly like, it was whoever was in my head needed to escape. It wasn't like, you know, I'm going to draw something trendy that I know people buy, you know, and no, because I have, I have some examples here. I have a, like, I turned them all, uh, luckily, I, I took all of these sketch cards that I did and I turned them into my first card set, which is the Planet F Studios card set. So, um, so you've produced uh, your own card set then? Oh, yeah, I've done like about three of them now, so. But I did, you know, I did the, like, you know, there's Johnny Carson. Oh, that's really cool. And then, you know, of course, the Ernest Borgnine. Nice. <laughs> that's just not your name. Nice. Um, I absolutely love you. So. They're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, oh, and, and of course, the meatloaf one, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I so I I found I had all these images, you know, and I'm like, well, I got a lot of images. That's enough for a card set. So I just did my own card set. And uh, your style is um, well, the style that you're showing us now is is 
kind of lends itself to the caricatures a little bit. Right. Because that was another avenue that I, that I was going to go down. It's like, um, you know, cause I love Mad Magazine. I love Mort Drucker and Jack Davis and, you know, all those guys. And, uh, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I like drawing people and, and trying to make them look like the people, but funny, you know? So that's definitely my thing. And so, you know, I set up a booth, caricature booth at some shows, you know, but I, I found I don't like drawing people live, you know, and trying to make it look like I'm do the three minute sketches or whatever, like they do. It's like, no, cause I, I'm kind of a perfectionist when it comes to that subject, you know, and, and I have to make it look like them, you know, and take time and, you know, focus. And you can't do that when you're like, you know, da, 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 you know, so so I did that for a, a little bit to the face that makes it them, haven't you? You've got to find whether this is a bit crooked or right. that, you know, right. helps. You well, know. I found that, you know, when doing likenesses, it's all in the eyes. If you get mm-hmm. the eyes right, you're you're on the right track. That's kind of what I discovered. So, you know. I've noticed eyebrows are really important as well. If you get oh, the yeah. eyebrows a bit wrong. like Yeah, because you... like, well, let's see, because these are all. Yeah, because these are all different. You know, the Ernest Borgnine, you know, he's got the heavy eyebrows. That is really good, that Ernest Borg- Borgnine card. That's like, Thank you. bang on. And then the, the John Ritter one. So, yeah. I love John. So I've got everyone from, you know, Bruce Willis to Boba Fett in my collection there. So, but, um, but yeah, so that was my first card set that I put together myself, you know, and that was all trial and error, you know, and um, in terms of like, way to learn. What's that? The best way to learn trial and error. It is. It is totally. And you know, were you able to market your first set from doing these um, six dollar sketches? Did you did you build a following from them, and and they were ready for your printed sets? Or? Um, you know, I think a lot of people just wanted cheap sketches, <laughs> but uh, you know, but, but at the shows though, because I do comic cons, you know, and and comic shows and. And they sell really well. I mean, that's, you know, and, and, and what I do is I, I sell, I sell not only the packs, I do like a pack of eight for like six bucks, um, but they're random ones, or you can buy a card for a dollar, you know, and I have like a whole bunch of, you know, different ones, you know, so, Hmm. you know, it's the, it's the quantity that, you know, adds up at shows and I do pretty good with those. So. So I'm making notes because I just started doing Comic Cons myself. So I'm like, I'm listening. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was just going to say, Lindsay blast. just did her first one uh, last weekend and is learning for her. Yeah. Works were, you, were you with Marsha on that? No, Marsha did something the day before me. Um, oh, that was a okay. Comic Con. But oh. I, think, I think we both had um, Femi Taylor there, you know, who played Ula in Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the events yeah yeah oh, i think cool. yeah that was just the day before i did my cool, cool. yeah i have one uh, this weekend at in boise idaho and they have uh kyle paycheck paycheck he's in the mandalorian you know he's, he's a little guy you know but because <laughs> i don't know what to say you can't say midget you know he's, he's, he's smaller than i am so but um <laughs> yeah so and I've met him before. I met him at the show last last year, I think. But he's pretty cool. So, oh, I met some great people, and oh, then yeah. they're all there because they love they love the fandoms, and everybody's yeah. happy. That yeah, awesome. that's I I love doing shows because you know just the 
I mean, aside from, you know, it does wonders for your ego. <laughs> it's like just the just the response that people get, you know, and and I always say, you know, if, if people come up and they don't like it, you know, or they just, you know, turn away, it's like, that's not my tribe, you know, but the people that come up and say, here, take my money. This is awesome. You know, that's my people. So, you know. Well, you're giving me a little bit of confidence because I'm six weeks away from my first con, my first real con, well, my second one, but my oh, first you're doing great. Is that, I, is that the, the Philly show? Yes. That's the Philly show. And I would I'm, love I, to go to that some year. That's on my bucket list. So I'm terrified. Oh, there's <laughs> yeah. nothing to be terrified of. You know, everybody, first of all, everybody's going to love your stuff. Second of all, um, all those guys, I've met a lot of those guys, you know, that are going to be there. And, you know, that's, that's the cool thing about being an artist, you know, other professions, you know, it's all competition, but here it's cooperation and it's encouragement. And, you know, we, we are all as one, you know, in that aspect. So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm dying to talk about the rocking dead. Cause I saw that I earlier. Um, <laughs> so was your latest cards that you brought out yeah that was my last one yeah so i did i did like a mystery card set where it's like i got like a bunch of promo cards from like you know uh richard parks and and these other sets that i worked on and so i had like all these promo cards and i'm like well you know what do i hand them out do i what you know and so i just decided to do like a mystery set so i did mystery packs and I would put some of those in there, some of, you know, some of these in there and some Rocking Dead in there, you know, and just sell those, you know, so. Um, so when you do a set, so do, do you usually put about eight cards out at a time, eight or nine? Well, see, the thing is with the with the Planet F set, that was, that was eight per pack because I have, I don't know, probably about 65 or 66 total images on that one. Um, with Rocking Dead and also my Halloween Horrors one, which I don't have an example here. Um, I probably do. This is so cool. We get to see your studio. That's awesome. Oh, yes. This is the art dungeon. Yes. Art dungeon. Yes. No. That, that, that picture over there is from Mitch O'Connell. Not Mitch McConnell, but Mitch O'Connell, who's one of my favorite artists. Um, the one right next to him is Ghost Rider by my good friend Dan Feldemeyer and Steve Willite. And then Jason Edmondson did that rap fink over there. And then I've got a Tom Richmond Dracula print over there. So, what, uh, <laughs> what was that giggle for? Um, okay, so these are my Halloween ones. If I could get them out of here. Um, but the Halloween ones were also originally sketch cards and they were drawn this size pretty much. And because I did a Halloween set every year, and every year, um i had this one big fan and and he's still a big fan he bought everything he he's got more cards than anyone of my collection you know and so he was really supportive and so so then i thought well i have these cards so i might as well you know put out a set and so those i did a set of 10 and uh mystery fridge magnet so i did i cut a magnet you know the same size and so you get a magnet in the in the packs too and so I sold those um, as packs of 10. And then Rocking Dead was also, you get the complete set of 10 Rocking Dead um, plus a bonus card. And there's like about six or seven different bonus cards, including like the metal card, 
which is really awesome. So yeah. that's so cool. So um, what, what are the details? May I just ask quickly, Lindsay, the details of you putting out your sets. Um, did you did you plant? You just kind of fell into it. I was going to ask you if you planned it, but you just said that you kind of just decided, well, you may as well put out a set because you, right. you had the cards there. So you're kind you kind of fell into being a card producer. So. <laughs> well, it's a shame if the people who are actually just listening to the podcast can't see this. I know. They're going to have to click the link that's in the description box below so they can go yeah. to YouTube to see it. Um, well, I, I, you know, I kind of get OCD on like presentation and packaging. And I don't have an example of the packaging of the... the That's what I wanted to ask you, because I, I really love packaging. There's some people who don't do it because of the extra cost or whatever. Yeah, because, you know, it's like when... Little I, I boxes or something like that, or packets. Exactly. Or, so what, how did you go about finding someone who could make those for you and print them? Um, and... Actually, it's all me. It's all, all me. Um, so, like, I do have a... a a, a Rocky Dead pack right here. So this is a Rocky Dead pack. Yes. And this so you is, have the. Uh, I'm sorry. You must have the, the 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 machine to actually close the. the yes, I do have a sealer. And you yeah, have a special yeah. printer, I would imagine. Oh no, um, these are all I, I send out for the stickers. They're just stickers. They aren't printed on there. So. Um, and 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 the first the first version of my packaging was was kind of funny because. First, I just got bags, you know, from clear bags is where I go, but um, I just got bags that fit cards and they were clear. And I'm like, well, you know, I want to do something about that. So then I, I had stickers made that wrapped around the clear bags, but then that was all annoying and obnoxious and you couldn't get into the, the bag. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way. And I was just kind of going through Amazon one day and it's like foil packs, sealed foil packs. And I'm like, I have seen really? them on Amazon. I've seen those. Yes, and, and they're and they're cheap, and they're you know all you do is seal them up, and then people they have a little tear thing on the top. You just tear them off and open them up. And I thought that's that's awesome. And they they have ones that fit this size. You know, yours are really gorgeous. Actually, they're really pretty. I think you can also get a template to to uh, to do it uh, like. Um, uh, how can I say a small piece of paper? I think it's a five by nine or eight or something. Anyways, and then you just uh, hold it together. Oh, like the old wax packs. You can do those too. Yours are really nice, though. I mean, if I was going to do packs, I would totally do it your way. Yeah, because it's just you know, and, and and it's perfect. And then it it shows, you know, I have. I should have brought the box. I made like a display box for them, you know, so they sit like a regular, you know. People pick them up and they buy them. And that's perfect for a small producer that's not ordering thousands and thousands and thousands of printed packets and boxes and right. You know, and you can you can make them at your own pace as well. That's a really right. good idea. Yeah, and the cards themselves, uh, you know, I went through Karen at, at Iconics, you know, to do. The She's set. amazing. I have to, you know, real shout out to Karen. She is just amazing. She is. She is really awesome. Anybody um, looking for personal sketch cards? She's the one to go to. What to go in? That's what I got mine, mine too from them. Um, but yeah, and then, but like the Planet F ones, it's like, well, I didn't have the money to, you know, to do that, and and I didn't know how many sets I wanted for those because they're all random. So, so with those, I just kind of went through Vistaprint 
and I got um, I got postcards, which come like four for a postcard, and then I just got it myself. So, oh, yeah. well, a good idea. Uh, Richard Parks told me about that. Like yeah, that, that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So. Do they work out almost exact size then for chop? Oh yeah, shop? yeah. This is this is two three and a halfs or two three and a halfs by two two and a halfs. So it's just the thing is you got to cut them like exactly. So none of these are cut exactly. So they're all like off. But but I'm sure you have a guillotine uh, uh, cutter, right? Um, I use this. I use one of these. I don't use a guillotine one. I use the slider one. Oh, a slider. Oh, yeah. Slider. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's oh, so yeah. hard to get it spot on, though. I was cutting up some. I, I had uh, some uncut boards, and I was trying to cut them up, and it all came out different sizes. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know when you put like too many on there, and it's like you try to cut it, then it just kind of starts shifting. That's how I broke my first one. I was just like, ah, oh, I can do loads. Of well, that's <laughs> that's how I broke my first one. <laughs> it says it'll take 10 pieces, you know. I'm confident, don't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you didn't know. It said 10 pieces, not 10 pieces of cardstock, you know. <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. so Rocking Dead was, you know, that was, that was a fun set, and, and that was, you know, years in the making. But... Um, you know, and everybody, everybody likes it. You know, so. So do you plan? Uh, do you plan to continue doing it? Yes, yes, I would like to do another set. Um, here's a couple of the cards. Here I got. My favorite is John Dis Joplin. So. Oh wow! This Joplin. Okay, for people yeah. who can't see this, you've got to see his John Dis <laughs> Joplin card. That's pretty amazing. And then each one has a saying about the character on the back. So, so the John Dis oh. Joplin one says. Uh, Jaundice is proof that even in the world of zombie rock, there is still room for female flesh eaters. While belting out great tunes like Peace of My Heart, the side of brains, and <laughs> me and Bobby McBleed, she is one hard-rotting woman who is never going to stop unless she sees a nice, tasty fan. So. <laughs> that is awesome. Bravo. Yeah, oh, and, and I wrote all those there you go. In my grown jet. Have you done Hendrix yet? What's that? Have you done Hendrix yet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done Hendrix, of course. <laughs> the first one. So. Uh, oh, we've done them all. I've done them all. These are so good, guys. You're going to have to check them out. Uh, Dad. So, yeah. this is my, that's my Jeremy Hendrix. Jeremy yeah. Hendrix. Oh, my God. That, yeah. That's outstanding. And his is, uh, as one of the leaders of the psychedelic, uh, wait, psychedelic black movement, Jeremy is considered one of the greatest zombie guitarists of all time, with such brain splattering hits as "All Along the Mortuary" and the timeless classic "Are You Exhumed." He, <laughs> he is in no hurry to burn out, despite his best efforts to do so. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. brilliant. and then there's you know there's like David Lee Roth and uh, so, David Lee Roth. Yeah, so so they're they're just a fun set, you know. I mean, I oh, love yeah, that's brilliant. Uh, what can I ask? What materials you use to do your art? Because I've been having a look, and it's very vibrant, and so you know, there's well, a lot going 
in them. Yeah, my when I do my finished card sets, there's a lot of kind of Photoshop touch up, but for the most part, it's Copics and colored pencil. Um, and then these these babies here, which is I've got my new favorite pen, which is a zebra pen, and these are awesome. These are these are brush pens, and they're oh, this is a, yeah. Ooh. So they. They are so cool because they're just, they're cheap for one thing, but the tip is like that. Oh, and, nice. And they can do a thin line, a thick line. Tips. Yeah. So this is just an awesome pen and, and it's Copic friendly. Um, so, you know, you can do Copics over it. It won't smear unless the ink's still a little bit wet, but you know, yeah. but yeah, these are, these are awesome. I ordered these in bulk from Zebra. So. Okay. I've got one of their nano rubbers. I think that was a zebra. You know, the tiny little rubbers. Rubbers. Yeah, um, eraser. Oh, oh okay. Oh, eraser. <laughs> oh I never thought rubbers all mean something completely different to you. Yeah, I didn't know they sold those. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> 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 oh, lower the toe. Eraser. <laughs> <laughs> when those times come up when you just have to draw a fork at the same time, look out. <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> I just love the look of confusion. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they make, let's see, do they make condoms? Do they make boots? What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I've never was... heard an eraser called that before, but no, I've, I've <laughs> we do. That's what we say in the UK. We do. Oh, we okay. Call... <laughs> 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 but yeah, a nano eraser. I'm sure it's Zebra that makes them. So I'm wondering if Zebra have got a bit of a focus on tiny art and helping I people with the tiny know. art materials. I know they they do ballpoint pens and and uh, and other stuff. They have different sizes than this one. Like I've got. Probably not another one handy. This one. This is a little bigger one. The gray one has a little bigger tip. I have never tried them. I'm definitely putting that on my uh, on my. Oh, list they're awesome to play with. Yeah, they are so awesome. Once I because because you know everybody everybody uses microns and I use microns still, but um, I'm like microns. There's just something missing because they're so precise and stuff and i want you know very well, it's not the long. same tip at all your microns there they they are pen tips they're not brush tips are they right yeah if you're right. different yeah. thickness you have to color over it more, you know yeah, and, they're all rather than getting that nice smooth yeah. you have to create it yourself <laughs> uh, but yeah so so this is more you know because i i try drawing with a brush you know like real comic artists and I can do it, but it's just, it takes so long and it's just kind of a pain and, and, you know, so, and I ruin brushes cause I, I forget to clean them. That's why I don't do a lot of painting, but you know, so. It's the same problem for me. I go through, there are certain small brushes. I go through almost one a week, mm -hmm. especially when they're so small, they're actually kind of hard to clean. And, yeah. and sometimes I do forget to clean them or I've got to do something else. And, and then you come back and it takes 10 minutes and the brush is, is just right. Ready. So you work, you work in acrylics, right? Mostly. Yes. But I'm going to have to find a way to do some quick work sometimes because there are certain um, 
<clears throat> sets <that laughs> never arriving. And yeah. so uh, acrylic isn't going to do it for those sets. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, actually, I mean, I, I wish I would like to try that, but my acrylics, every time I use acrylics, they seem too watery. You know, it depends. Uh, that that's the, you know we're here to talk about you, so I'm not going to go into okay, okay. detail <laughs> on that. But yeah, there with acrylics, you can really you know you can go from watery to like an oil thing as if it was an okay. oil thing. You can go okay. thin, but it it takes a bit of practice, and once you've got uh, it, you're good to go. Okay. Yeah, because I when I do paint, or used to paint, and I should paint again. Um, I, I like acrylic or I like oils. I love oils. So. Oh, I love oils too, but my studio is not as fancy as yours. And I don't have so, it's not fancy. Like there I'm in a basement, okay. Well, so, so am I, but you know, first of all, it's a shared room and then it's very small. The oh. air, there's not enough air in there for oil paint. It's it's oh, not yeah. really not good. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell us what you're working on right now at the moment? Um, a lot of commissions. Um, I am debating still. I have two days to decide whether I'm going to accept the invite for the next Garbage Pail Kids set. Um, reason being that I'm hesitant is it's a lot of work. I've got two shows this month and maybe two shows next month to do, plus another set that I can't talk about right now. Um, actually, another one, two, three sets that I'm working on, but they're smaller ones. Um, and um, yeah, just trying to get caught up on, cause see back back there, over there, I guess you guys can't see it. It's on the other side of Felix is my board of things to do. And there's just all these people waiting for stuff for me. And I'm like, I'm, I'm working on as fast as I can, so. Yeah, yeah. So, so how do you keep yourself organized then? Just, are, you, are you winging it like the rest of us and just hoping for the best? Oh yeah, oh yeah. And also, <laughs> I'm also currently working on, um, the new album cover for Green Jelly, the band Green Jelly, Ooh. which I've done the last three. So, so they're out in the record stores. Oh, I'm so. looking at those. Congratulations! Yeah. yeah. Oh, I used to love album covers. I know uh, they used to be so cool when they were big. <laughs> they're coming back. The, now, so. the Alex Gray Tool ones. I think they I think they're oh, amazing. Yeah. Um. That's something that might be getting lost nowadays with people not really. I mean, I always buy CDs because I love the covers, but a lot of people, they're not bothering, are they? Such yeah, a shame. Yeah. I used to, um, back in the 80s, way back in the 80s when I was a young lad, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would go to Tower Records, you know, and I'd buy CDs. I had a lot of CDs, but then it's like, Okay, I have these CDs, but I have a Walkman that's a cassette player. So I would tape them on the cassette and then I would draw the album covers on the cassette labels, you know. And yeah, so I had yeah. all, and that, that kind of helped me learn how to draw, you know, people and stuff. And, and then I'd sell the CDs, you know, and get money. So, oh, really? Yeah. I just used to do it for myself, my uh, oh, AC yeah. covers and stuff. And <laughs> yeah. I always wanted to to work at Tower, you know, and be the one that did the cool displays and stuff, you know, and got to paint all these things. Cool. Now you do cool CD art. <laughs> What's that? And wacky packages and GPK and yeah. all the cool things you always love. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's even better. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you're a, you're a, you're a full-time illustrator artist then, right? 
that's, it's that's pretty much your your day job so do you have any any issues with the insecurity of the income you know sometimes oh, yeah. rolling in it oh, yeah. you don't know where your next check's coming from you know in fact i was like flat broke like a couple weeks ago but it's 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 almost like you know the gods smile upon me because it's like i'm like Ooh, how am I going to pay rent? Then I just got to make it to this show that's coming up, you know, and I'll get money then. But then out of nowhere, here comes a bunch of fans going, hey, you know, I need this and I need this and I need this. I'm like, sweet, you got it, you know, so. So do you so, have any problems dealing with dealing with uh, with stress or anything like that, the stress of paying your bills? Um, or do you just manage to work it out and so far you trust the fates as you go? I, I work it out and I manage, so I try not to, you know try not to stress about it because you know the odd thing is i'm actually financially better off now than when i did have a real job that's when i was struggling going check paycheck to paycheck you know because that you know that your check's coming on this day and this day and then you get it and you spend it all you know paying bills and stuff and then you got to wait two weeks but here it's like you can I, you know, I call it working my magic when I'm like, oh, no, I need money, you know, so I'll draw a card or something, put it up and hope that somebody bites, you know, I can do that. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, you know, but you got to try it. So I'm finding the same thing. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, when you get you start struggling a bit, you're like, Ooh. <laughs> see if mm-hmm. we can. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, yeah. Because you're like, you know, you're like, well, I'll take a day off, you know, and you're like watching, you know, like Judge Judy or something all day long. <laughs> and you're just like, ah, da, 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 da. oh, well, that was good. I'll take another day off. And then before you know it, it's like, uh, yeah, this guy's messaging you going, hey, where's my thing? And you're like, oh, so, so do you like- have any um, do you have any problems with uh, self uh, self motivation to, to stay at? Your- oh, yeah. Self-discipline is, self-discipline. is the worst that's that's the worst you know because every every day i'm like i wake up and 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 i'm and i'm a morning person you know um i work better at morning and so i'm like you know i'm gonna get so much done today and i'm gonna do this and that and the other thing you know and it's like well just check my messages on facebook (laughs) well five hours later later. You're like, well, yeah, you're like dozing off at playing Facebook. You know, you're like, well, now I'm too tired to draw. So, you know, go watch TV. So. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> do you have any uh do you have any plans for what you might want to be doing in the future? Do you have a roadmap for yourself, or are you really just uh doing the tourist and kind of going along, which is more fun anyway? But oh yeah. I just I just kind of do that. I you know I uh I had a problem with my computer the, a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to the, the computer support guy, you know, and, and I used to do um, customer service in call centers, you know, and, uh, you know, I told him, I said, yeah, I, you know, when I was doing that, I just approached it as this is my, this is my call in radio show, you know, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what I do to scam, scam artists who like call, you know, I answer the phone. I go, Keller, you're on the air, you know, <laughs> So um, they are not brilliant. We get like eighty percent of the phone calls we get at this house mm-hmm. are 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 uh, scam phishing. Uh, oh yeah, no, I have a blast with and them. stuff like that. And I tell you, my blood pressure goes through the roof. The rest of the family just hates it when I answer the phone. Now it's <laughs> just 
terrible and all I ever do is swear at them and that does absolutely no oh, no don't do that dude it's total opposite just totally make a fool out of them that's what I do you know oh. and I you know it was great and then yeah. can the call and do you have to hang up or can they hang up because if, if you have to hang up I'll just keep well it depends you know it depends on on how they you know what kind of thing they got going but I had this one guy and I drove him so nuts you know because he's like you have won the, the, the financial, uh, you know, gift from, for the COVID and la, 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 la. And, and, and I was like, I was like, really? Well, where are they going to mail it from? Well, it's coming from the Washington DC and, but, you know, and, and I'm like, well, but you mentioned uh, Puerto Rico. So is that going to be U.S. mail or not U.S. mail? And we went back and forth and back and forth so much that it was the best ending to a call I've ever had where finally he said, you know what? You are quite mad. And he slammed down the phone and I'm like, yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I do that with them on the, on the Facebook too when they try to message me. So. Oh, so many scams around. You've got to be careful now. I know. And, and, so, and they're so obvious too. And so it's just like, yeah. Went back to me, so people trying pretending to be celebrities. Yeah. Oh, but I, but like I say now, so I was talking to this guy, and he's like, he's like, you know, we got to talking about what I do, and and he's like, you have the best job in the world, and I'm like, you know what, I do. <laughs> oh man, I'm so pleased you managed to achieve what what you wanted to achieve. I think everything's mostly gravy on top at this point for you, isn't it? Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, most of it's have... potatoes still, but yeah, I'm getting the gravy, getting there. Do you have a uh, dream project you'd like to either produce or work on or something? A dream project. You know what? Just uh, my, my, well, I, you know, don't tell anybody, but I'm kind of working on a comic book again. So, um, mm. yeah. So, and I'd like to continue doing that. It's it's similar to under, the old underground comics, which is, you know, what people need. But but mm. hopefully without offending too many people because they're so easily offended nowadays. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you mean. That's the trick. <laughs> That's the trick. It's like, you know, the new Garbage Pail Kids set, you know, they said no blood, no poop, and no uh, racial stereotypes is the rules. Wow. And I'm like, that's garbage pail kids, you know. So, so. oh dear, I don't know how that's gonna go because it was yeah. it was all like the gross stuff, wasn't it? Well, you were allowed oh, yeah. to keep all the gross oh, yeah. stuff in. Yeah, you can still probably just do snot and you know stuff like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which I personally enjoy drawing, but <laughs> look, look, I can cope with blood and guts and gore. Right, I'll show you. This is the next set I'm going to release. Right, all that, I'm absolutely fine with. Oh, that's, that is that's so cool. Oh, I love it. Um, I love it. And stuff like I can't. <laughs> I, can't. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because we've had to actually deal with it with our little kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, so did I. You know, I have a son. You know, so I, yeah. Yep. You have more than I do. So, well, I think we've pretty much gone through most of the things that uh, that we wanted to talk about with you. This has really been uh, very. Is there anything you'd like to add? Um, 
And oh, can you know, maybe sorry, sorry. one more thing. Do yes, uh, you do your card sets? Do you go through a Kickstarter or do you just release them? No, I haven't done a Kickstarter yet, but I might. Um, my next card set. Let me give you a preview here. My next card set is going to be a set um, like the old Odd Rod set. I don't know if you guys remember that Odd Rods and Weird Wheels and. Yeah. So they were supposed to bring back odd rods. And um, so the guy approached me to do one of the, it's, it's like the monsters in the cars, you know, that what I do. And uh, so they approached me to do a card for him. And I did one. And, you know, he's like, well, it's good, but could you tone it down a little? <laughs> I'm like, tone it down. I'm like, okay. This is not the guy I need to be working with. So, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm doing my own set and it's going to be called Hot Rod Aliens. And this was the image that he said, tone it down. This is the Hell Camino. So, oh, that's gorgeous. How are you supposed to tone that down? Yeah, really? Yeah. So he's like, well, we wanted it to look more like that. What's oh. that? What was offensive or, or you needed? To, I don't understand what he wanted you to tone down. Well, because I don't know either. That's just no. it. Um, That's he wanted it to look more like the, the original Odd Rods were drawn by B.K. Taylor. And I thought I did pretty good kind of copying his style, but apparently he didn't think so. So anyway, so Odd Rods will be my next set. So, so far I have four of them. I have that one. I have my favorite, which is the Van thing. Oh, the thing. That's stunning. The van thing was so much fun because um, detail. Yeah, uh, it was so much fun because I wanted to do it and it was in my mind. And I'm like, my next one, I got to do this van thing. But I had like all these deadlines and stuff. And I'm like, God, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. So by the time I got to sit down and do it, it's just like, yeah, it just, you know, was perfect. I thought so. And then there's, you know, I can't handle it. I get an idea in my head. That's a Uh, reaper madness. So, oh, I love that. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. It, that's actually a hearse. You can't really tell. But. I really love the colors you use, and the black on that car is just so nice and deep and yeah. and rich and everything. Yeah. And stylization and then, on the vehicles because the vehicles are just as fun as the character. And like, right. yeah. yeah, that's broad range. So. Vehicles. so, yeah. That's amazing. But it's going to be a really fun set. Um, you know, I plan on having like a subset of, of like maybe like old Mad Magazine type um, auto ads and stuff, you know. And so it'll, it'll be fun. But it's a, but it's a, it's an ambitious set. So because I'm not going to do like I did with Rocking Dead where you get the whole set in one pack. It's going to be another one of those random cards, collect them all, you know, type of deal. So. So that means a lot of images that I have to produce. So, you know. How do you manage all the ideas that you have? Because you obviously have a very fertile imagination. And... <laughs> I don't. They're loose. They're, I, I let them run wild. <laughs> how, do you, how do you keep track of them? How do you remember them? You know, not forgetting them. Do you create little project lists or do you? No, there's, there's just, I, I, have a very, I have a very unique filing system in my head. You know, like. I can, I can pretty much, you know, keep all this stuff straight. Plus tell you the singer of every one hit wonder in the seventies on this side, (laughs) you know, know, comics. And I mean, it's just like, wow, it's just all there, but 
you know, it's like a big pile. They aren't really organized. You just pull from the pile, you know? <laughs> so when you need to, but yeah. Well, that's well, I think you're one of the rare people that are able to do that, to keep all that stuff in your mind and, and not yeah. forget it. And just when you're like, well, I need something to do. You've, you've, you've got it oh, there. I've always got something to do. Yeah. But it's just, it's just trying to get the motivation to do it, you know, is the, is the problem. So, so that is, a, that is a struggle for you to find your motivation. Yeah. Sometimes. Um, really? Cause it's, cause it's like some, some projects are, you know, like, like the van thing. It's like, you just want to do it. You know, you, you can feel it, you know, you know, it's going to be awesome when you're done and other projects. It's like, if you aren't that into it or, you know, if it's something that you have to do or, you know, it's not, you're thinking it's not going to turn out that good. So why should I put that much effort into it? So, you know, I'll go watch TV again. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. and, now I get over that is that I just do the thing I'm wanting to do. Like, because I'm not going to stop thinking about it until I do it. And, and oh, if yeah. I do the thing I'm supposed to do, it's not going to be as good as I could do it. So I'm like, right. That's also true. A couple of days, it will be much better. And right. I will get this out of my head and I'll be able to concentrate better then. Right. Well, so, and, 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 yeah, and that makes sense. But, you know, like I say, with Van thing, though, because I was I was so excited to do it that it built <laughs> up and built up. So it was like, just it's like volcano. And then it all came out, you know. So you ever have trouble finishing something you start? Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a whole a whole drawer full of unfinished stuff. So really, yeah. oh yeah, I'm I completely got... shocked. You seem so prol- prolific and energetic. No, and... see, and that that comes from you know more ideas slipping out. You know, like you have the big pile, but then all of a sudden, you know, one of the pieces of the pile breaks into two and becomes this little idea and you're like oh and that that gets in your head and then you're like oh i gotta do that and then you, so you start doing that but then you're like well that was a stupid idea and then you, you push that aside you know so i think that's why i like sketch card size because you can complete multiple pictures in one day and you oh, know yeah. you can finish it it's not going to sit there finished i did uh 65 garbage Pail kids cards in two days um, and well and 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 i wish i had an image the image of the final one that i did which was the return um i what i did was you know i was procrastinating and they were due like on that monday you know i was supposed to send them in or something so it was like thursday or something i'm like oh you know ah, let me just watch tv a little bit <laughs> and i'll get to them um so then Friday I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I'll leave the TV off. But, um, and so I sat down, but I'm like, well, how am I going to do this? So I put on every Pink Floyd album chronologically from start to finish for that weekend and listen to them all back to back, back to back while I'm just drawing, 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 drawing. drawing. So the last card that I did was the Adam Bomb that I did um, for, you know, my friend, or he, he commissioned it it was a triptych and it was it was just so insane because my brain was just so you know <laughs> much by that time and i just let it the rest of it out and it just so he's got eyeballs flying and you know pieces of his head flying and it is so awesome it's my favorite card that i did you know but um so it can be done you know um the other one that i did was a tops gave us uh like a two-week deadline or something for the new york city uh con garbage Pail kids set 
And I didn't have time to do that. So I, I actually did like 50 atom bombs and just pencil or not pencil, but just black and white. <laughs> and I got it down to like three minutes a card, pretty much drawing atom bomb. <laughs> so, and I did like, yeah. So. You do get so much faster as you go along and you don't realize how much your speed's improved. Like when I first started doing Star Wars, it took me six weeks to do a black and white set oh, wow. of 33 cards. And yeah. I can do full color in five days now. Oh, I, I totally envy all the Star Wars artists. I don't know how you guys do it. It's insane. I mean, <laughs> the, the, the work that you guys put into it, it's like, I'm like, why do you do it? <laughs> but, well, nowadays, um, I choose black and white because if you choose black and white, you can do as many color in there as you want and you're not beholden to do it. Right. And I'm yeah. pretty fast at black and white. So I can. Just... Oh, okay. See, we got put, you know, I don't know how this happened. I don't know if you remember that one Star Wars set that Garbage Pro Kid guys got put on. But uh, <laughs> that was like some crossover thing. I don't know what they were thinking. They're like, when was, what would happen if these guys? It was Chrome Legacy, I believe. And, uh, and so I did, you know, I did my cards. I did some really bad cards. I did, I did like the worst Chewbacca you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, because I, I that's what got me started seriously drawing was like Star Wars, you know, when that came out. I was drawing Darth Vader and TIE Fighters. So that was like awesome. I get to do that. And uh, and I did I did a, a Han Solo that was like a caricature type Han Solo and it looked awesome it's like really cool and so I'm like I want this as my return well guess what I sent my returns in and they gave me this one instead you know ah. which isn't as fun you know and not as good but this was my favorite one that I did from the set because oh, nice I just totally took the uh, the Empire Strikes Back card and you know reproduce that you know that's completely uh, that's really nice yeah it's so that's frustrating a, that you can't let fly with your style on them it's i know because of because of the um lucasfilm or whatever yeah. was lucasfilm disney thing you know that has to go through their their department and you know, it's, disney making animated films that they'd be a bit more you know a bit, a bit more fun, you know. You know, we're just gonna have to find a way to to chat with somebody who works over there and see what they have to say. Yeah. What have you got to say? Well, you know, and 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 it's like it's cool talking to you guys because you guys are on the other end. I I consider Tops has like two sides. They're like the serious, you know, Walking Dead, Star Wars, you know, you know all the snooty side and then they have the the wacky side you know which is like package garbage pail kids you know oh i think i think all the garbage pail kids stuff I, well to me i'm a cartoonist cartoonist anyway i absolutely love cartoons and just seeing the amount of different stuff you guys put in the cards and the little explosions and like yeah. you said little balls flying here and there and everywhere it's, it, it's, it's a blast really creative i mean mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of it's it's like the weirdest job in the world because basically they're paying you to copy someone else's art, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, because That's these true. are their characters, you know, and and they want you to 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 draw them doing what they're doing in the card. It's like okay, so you're just basically paying me to be a Xerox machine, you know. Mm. But yeah. it's, it's 
and, and that's what I did with some of my first sets. You know, I drew them exactly, you know, every line, every color, every, you know. And then um, people like Lowell Isaac and, and Nick, uh, Nick Castaneda, they came in and, and totally turned it upside down by doing like a totally different style that didn't look like Garbage Pail Kids, but it was accepted. And at mm. first I'm like, well, that's not Garbage Pail Kids. But now I'm like, these guys are geniuses because <laughs> you know? the fans are loving it. You know, they're like, that's awesome. It's different, you know. And so that's what I'm trying to do now is, you know, copy their lead and, and kind of put more of my style, my personal style into it. So, so when you've been doing when you've been doing cons, what what do you think brings people over to your table? Do you have things on your table that are recognizable? Because oh, one thing I, I noticed from the con is like if people don't recognize something, there's oh, so much less willing to even look at it or right. give it. Well, Did, first of all, yeah, you should check out my my timeline pictures because I go big and bold, you know, when I go to cons. I have like a big display says Floyd Man, you know, da 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 da. And, you know, I have like this things with my stickers, which, you know, that's that's also a big thing now is the stickers. And so I have a, a holder for them and I have, you know, just a big black backdrop Velcro that I just stick pictures on. And, and so that's the main thing is just going bold. Um, but, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, because I go through the artist's alley and it's like, you know, here's Deadpool. Here's Deadpool. Here's Deadpool. Here's Deadpool. Everybody's drawn Deadpool. You know, I don't, I don't, I drew Deadpool, but I drew, I drew Deadpool um, driving a charger and it says Jimmy Charger, you know, and he's the big Deadpool, you know, it's a little car. And, <laughs> and so it's, it's different, you know, and uh, actually, and then my, uh, one of my favorites is my Thor Whelan one. So I put Thor in like a, a four by four, you know, and he's like Thor Whelan and so. So, so I take, so I take, you know, things that are familiar with people, but I kind of, you know, adapt them to what I enjoy doing because yeah. right now I, I mainly draw what I enjoy. That's what I finally figured out. It's like, before I'm like, you know, again, it's like, do I airbrush? Do I paint? Do I, you know, do graphic design? And, and then it's like, once I, I discovered this kind of underground lowbrow art style, it's like, that's that's it i love doing that you know and that's what i gotta be doing and again if people like it great you know that's my people so that seems to be a common theme so far in many of our discussions is that when people find what it is that really makes their when they find their happy place yeah it's more motivating uh, it's more fun right. other people seem to enjoy it and it seems to take you where you might want to go or at yeah. least at least a little further down the road. Right. That's awesome. Well, and the kids, you know, the kids, they like it because it's kind of goofy and cartoony. And, you know, I do like a garbage pail kid kind of, you know, a lot of bug eyed monsters and, you know, the spit and snot and everything. And so they all think <laughs> that. And then the, uh, the, the parents, oddly enough, I get a big response from them because I don't know. Are, are you guys familiar with Ed Roth and Rat Fink? Another. Rat Fink, oh. Rat Fink it's, it's the monsters with the little cars, right, mm. from the 60s. And that was created by Ed Roth. And That's it. Yeah, and so I, I actually became, I, I am a, an officially licensed Ed Roth artist, so I can draw Rat Fink and sell it and stuff. And, and not oh, cool. 
But, um, but see, that was big on a lot of the parents, especially the dads, you know, because when they were growing up, they worked on hot rods and they had the rat fink t-shirts, you know, and stuff. And they're like, dude, rat fink, you know? And so they're like, they have the money. So I'm like, yes, rat fink, give me money. So, so I, I, I kind of try to appeal to, to both generations, you know? It's like, you know, no, I mean... You're tapping into nostalgia as well as exactly like I we talked nostalgia. to with Mr. Fox last week. You know, you you kind of you you find what makes what makes you nostalgic, and and it's probably going to be good for somebody else too. Oh yeah, and that's why Garbage Pail Kids mm-hmm. is so popular right now. It's not the kids buying it; it's the it's the adults who were kids when you know they first came out. So. It's so frustrating being in Europe because what, our copyright laws are just are a lot stricter oh. than the US, and so I like we won't get away with doing anything like Mad Magazine or anything like that. With right. it's oh, really right. strict, really? so I'm like, trying to think of a way I can do this to you know get people to my stall without it looking too much like this or that, and you right. know it's going to be so, challenging. Well, you know, yeah, that that is tough in the UK because. Here, we can always just go with the parody clause, you know, and that's what I do. That's what I kind of, you know, am like skirting the line on. It's like, you know, well, yeah, it's him, but I'm making fun of him and that's satire. And that was already, you know, proven to be okay in this court, you know, and yada, yada, yada. And uh, that's what U.S. law is. Characters together to make a completely new character. You might get away with that, but... You know, just two, it's like too recognizable. And uh. well, and, and unless unless you make it so obvious that obviously goofy, you know, <laughs> that, that they're like, you know, that's like so and so, but it's ridiculous. So that's all that's that's great, <laughs> you, know, you know, that's what you gotta do. It's just you know, so I might just try it and just hope that if, if uh, anything did happen, I'd just get a cease and desist. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I hear Disney's the worst for, you know, That's and unfortunately Disney owns the world. So yeah, like, around, um, we've got a pretty big Comic Con in Wales mm-hmm. and they, they actually turned up at Wales and shut one of my mates' stores really? down. Did they really turn up there? My gosh. Wow. They don't around the small ones, but some of the larger ones, there will be reps who randomly go around. So you've got to be, you know. Well, a similar thing happened when they first started the uh, Walker Stalker cons about Walking Dead in in Georgia, no less. They did the very first one, and AMC showed up and shut a whole bunch of people down. Like, you can't draw that. You can't draw that. We own that. And they're like, it's Walker Stalker. That's what it's all about. You know, what am I supposed to draw? Like Snoopy or something? You know? <laughs> it's like, no. So, yeah. that's that's very uh, informative. Bring more, bring more fans in. They, they haven't done it since, you know. They haven't shut anything down since. But I see. I'm not. A, you know, if, if I get a cease and desist, yeah, okay, I'll stop doing things. But um, until then, it's like you know, it's all it's it's coming out of here. You know, I mean, yeah, it's your character. But did you ever think he would be doing this or that or the other thing? You know. So, and that's why I try to try to do a different take on like popular trendy characters. When I do trendy characters, I still refuse to draw Baby Yoda, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't drawn Baby Yoda. I never probably will. I refuse to. Um, <laughs> it's like I'd rather draw like you know Don Rickles or something. I don't know, but 
know. I'd love to know. see your version of uh, Grogu. No, 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 no. You won't. You will never see oh. it. Yeah. Not even uh, a Grogu snotty one with one eye hanging out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I do something. <laughs> Well, we're pretty much winding down. We'll have to uh, pretty much uh, start to to tie up our loose ends here. Um, where can people find you to go see all the amazing stuff that you're doing? I mean, well, they have to go check out those cards you showed us. They have to go see them. Oh, Rocky Dead is awesome, and I've still got plenty. So, um, the I have a hopelessly outdated website that's www.planetfstudios.com. And then my uh, my studio store, my main one, I have an Etsy one, but my main one is uh, planetf.storeenvy.com. So you use Store Envy too? Sorry, I'm yeah. going back here. Do you like yeah, it? Yeah, I use Store Envy. And, you know, I don't, it's not like all these other guys that, you know, you're like, how are they doing that? Where they're like, oh, well, I only got like, 20 orders today it's like no i get like 20 orders a year you know so if that but um but you know it works for you know i send people there and people if they like stuff to buy stuff but do you prefer, i like the format so do you prefer etsy or store envy i prefer store envy really um, can you can you explain why before we close up our own little store um here? a couple reasons i like the format it's easy to use easy to you know list and change you know products and and whatnot and orders are all organized and and everything uh, etsy i used etsy a long time ago and then stopped using them and somehow i ended up owing them like a dollar 60 for like six years or something but <laughs> so so i finally paid that off and thought well hey i'll just have another venue too and so i start i just recently started back up on etsy um but um do you use eBay too? No, no, I don't use eBay. Um, I I used to use eBay, but and I had a store, you know, an eBay store and whatnot. But I closed that because I was just a waste of money. Um, I mean, I would sell stuff, but not you know anything that's going to make me rich. So, so Etsy, they kind of I don't like. They're kind of pushy. I, I I feel they're kind of pushy where they're like, you know, did you send that order yet? Did you ship it? Did you ship it? <laughs> make sure you put that you shipped it and make sure you use our shipping and make sure you do this and this and don't forget your tracking. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I mailed it through the post. And they, they ding you if you don't reply to a customer uh, email or something within 24 hours or something like that. They they ding you in, in, in oh, do they? quoting oh, you yeah, and, and stuff that. like that, which I didn't know until this year. I mean, yeah, if you go, if you reply 25 hours after, well, you're, you know, they, I might try store envy. I like store envy just because, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not as popular and, and, and that's, that's always been my downfall is like the marketing aspect of it. You know, Facebook is like, oddly enough, my biggest, that's my biggest um, resource for getting yeah. jobs same same here um, i'm on instagram but i mainly use my desktop more than my phone and instagram mm -hmm. is a phone-based app and i hate that because oh, yeah because um, <laughs> yeah, if i scan something in my computer you know I, it's in my computer on my desktop and i can just click and put it on there you know 
But yep. Instagram, you have to like what, take a picture of it or something, or you know, it's frustrating. Yeah, and then I haven't used Twitter since. hashtags and the oh. yeah, the hashtags too, right? That's why I haven't used Twitter since uh, uh, mm. since probably probably the twenty sixteen election. <laughs> it was a huge thing, just very huge. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was so big at the time, but now, yeah. The best platform. <laughs> yes. So, um, so I don't do that. Um, I, mean, I don't even remember my password for that one. But, but so it's Instagram and, you know, and I don't do TikTok because it's like, you know, it's like. You have to wait. dance to be on TikTok, I think. Isn't that what you have to do? That's what I was going to say. It's like, you know, it's like I'm saving up so I can get my butt implants first, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Give the family some twerking. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, do you have any other questions before we close? We could easily be here all day. Um, um, yeah. When is this going to air? And who's going to see it? <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, this will air for a very light. Well, we're for people who are listening. Um, we just taped this. When? What month are we? April? Early April? Yeah. And it'll probably go out the end of May, I think. Oh, I don't wow. have my calendar right in front of me. But yeah, we, we've got a bunch in front of us. I think you're number 14, 13, oh. 13, I think. Lucky 13. I'll be in the home by then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to nurse. Just turn it on the big TV set. Oh, you're good at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot so of people said I should have been a voice actor. Uh, no, it's... Brilliant. <laughs> I wish I wish I could do more voices. My see, like I say, my throat's really sore, but I you know, when I do karaoke, I do like Kermit the Frog, you know. Well, you need to come back to talk to us about this this secret project you're doing when you do finally uh, yes. you know get to release it. We'd like you to come back and talk to us about it. And oh yeah. I'd love to because it's gonna be big, let me tell you. When are you releasing it? So that we can, uh, we can. <laughs> I, I I learned I learned the hard way, you know. Never announce when something is going to be released because it will you'll be. never get it. I'm beginning to understand that now that I'm working on book three of of the the book series, yeah. and I, I keep saying, you know, it's going to be the Kickstarter is going to be then, and, that, and it's just I have a terrible feeling it's going to be just a weensy bit later than I said. Yeah. So you're, you're right; it's better to maybe. Well, that yours is quite the ambitious project, though. I mean, the, 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 this last one, it's like mind-boggling how how many images are in it. Oh yeah crazy oh my god the, the collectors are been really amazing but so uh yeah we're gonna get back to you on uh, your secret project so please uh, shoot us either one of us a note oh yeah when you when when it's coming close and then we can bring you back on and let everybody know what's happening with that definitely that was so, so much fun we should do it again Oh, would love to do it again. <laughs> a big thank you from me here in Canada and uh, Lindsay. Anything? I'll say thank you from me. It's been so much fun to talk to you. I've laughed, yeah. laughed a lot over the past hour. Well, see, I try, you know, I, I, I try to, I, I try to follow suit with what I draw, you know, because I draw fun, you know, and it's, I try to be fun, you know. It's like, well, I want to buy your stuff now just because you've made yeah. me feel so well, good. PlanetF.storeenvy.com. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Canada yeah. shipping might be a little bit more, but you know, it's always a pain to ship 
across the oh, sea. Oh gosh, I don't know what it's like for you in the UK and in the US and all, but shipping anything outside of Canada, it's like ridiculously expensive. Unless it's yeah, it's the same way shipping it in. So yeah, apparently China have got a ban on shipping at the moment. Uh, air air shipping. I think they're still doing stuff overseas, but oh yeah. really? Mm. Yeah. Your customers waiting until that resolves. And not everyone understands that sometimes, I mean, you really, you're charging the least amount that you can for shipping, but it's, it costs the cost. It's Well, yeah. And I feel bad because I see, I, I sympathize with the common man or woman, you know, the poor people, because I know what it's like to be poor. And it's like, if you order something and then you got to pay like twice the price of what you ordered in shipping, yeah. you know, but people are going to say, oh, he's just greedy. He just wants more money. It's like, no, it's not that way. It's like, I believe me, I would love to ship for free because I want you to have this. You know, I don't want you to, you know, go away mad. So, but there's some things we just can't control. So. No, shipping is, is really and truly out of all of our hands. We can do nothing about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I got to say thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, it's been a it's it's been so much fun to have you on and we really yeah. want to have you back again down the road <laughs> i'm excited i'm so excited to be a part of this plan i'd love to be another guest sometime in the future well that's that's outstanding the best of luck to you with everything you're doing right now and we'll we'll share all the links to all your stuff uh, in the show notes cool i appreciate it um, wait to read what you've written in the book yeah, like it's long, weird. let me tell you. And I, and I didn't use uh, punctuation either, so I, I gave it either. Uh, I have a, I have a, an editor. I mean, a, a, <laughs> an electronic editor. And oh, I good, go because it, I was like, somebody <laughs> else goes through it, so it'll be checked. It won't be fast. I was like, I'm going to make this just as difficult as I can for her to try to, you know, no paragraphs or anything. Just <laughs> yeah. Well, I went, I went with the numbers, you know, so each number coincides with my answer, you know, so oh, it kind of runs on and on and on. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. In, in Ingrid's third book. And if you don't look after it, I'll look out for it. I'll be cross. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. In the UK, you say you're cross to be mm, that's something we don't say here well the previous generation did but none of the young folk do now yeah we're, you yeah. don't say rubber we know, we've discovered <laughs> yes, <this yes>. episode. <laughs> you don't erase your artwork with a condom <laughs> and you don't get cross <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much to everyone for listening as well. We'll 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 be back next week. Okay, thank you again, Floyd. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please leave a review wherever you listen. This helps people find us. All links to guests or sites mentioned will be in the show notes. You can find Lindsay on Facebook at Lindsay Grayling Sketch Cards or search for Cartoon Cosplay. You can find me at IngridKVHardy.com or on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Ingrid.KV.Hardy. This podcast is independently funded, meaning the costs come from our pockets. If you'd like to help with even just a couple of dollars, Become a patron at patreon.com slash Ingrid Hardy. 
Music and audio editing for this podcast is done by Victor Besset. If you have any feedback on today's episode or want to suggest a question of the week, email us at thepenciledpodcast at gmail.com, tweet us at inpenciled on Twitter, or on Instagram where we are at thepenciledpodcast. We'd love to hear from you.